You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. Football wide receivers were going top 36 wide receivers for the 2019 the 2019 fantasy football season. I'm I've got the uh, ADP rankings up on screen here using sleeperu.com uh, as the tool, but I re organized the 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 rankings based on actual ADP data. So you're looking at sleeperu.com rankings, but resorted because these these are drag and drop rankings. What's going on, Lucas? So let me get let's get some people in the room here first and then we'll start going over the wide receiver rankings for 2019. I'll show you where I differ from the ADP data that you see on the screen right here. So I'm going to have some some players, I think, jumping around all over the place, but uh, we can definitely discuss each player movement. What's up, Gabe? Gabriel? Mercado? What's going on? Antonio? Robin in the house from Hawaii? What's up, Days? All right, let's get to it. Let me just real quickly click on this bad boy here. So here are the rankings again. For those just joining, these are ADP rankings from uh, uh, average of a few ADP sources out there. And what I've done, if you don't know, sleeperu.com allows you to drag and drop these bad boys all around the place. So they have a red line feature. If you want cool rankings to draft with, ones you can reorder while you're sitting in front of everybody using default set of rankings from sleeperu.com. So you get a starting point, my rankings. But if you disagree a little bit, you can move them around. Once a player's drafted, you could redline them. So I recommend these rankings to anybody looking for a nice way to draft on draft day. Let me just click this real quick and get on our way here. Okay. So what's up, Monster? What's up, Tone? So here again, for those just joining, these are ADP rankings. I'm going to tear them up and toss them all around using my sleeperu.com website feature, these drag and drop rankings. I'm okay with Hopkins at one. Um, the guy I feel could finish number one overall is Odell Beckham Jr. So while I think he's deserving of being ranked right here, you can't rank somebody. It's a very, very uh, sticky situation to start ranking guys you're predicting bold things for in places where people could then use those rankings to go draft that player. So while I want to put Odell here, I'm not going to put him there because on my rankings, people draft off those. You need to make sure you maximize value. So for me, I think this is a good spot for Odell. If you're thinking about drafting Odell a little bit higher to ensure you get him, I think at the four spot, you're very safe. You're, you're good to go. If you have like the five overall pick and you can't trade, that puts you in a bind if you really want to own like a guy like Odell. What's up, Alan? So for me, it makes it hard to to rank him any higher on sleeperu.com because I don't want people to take him higher than they have to. But I feel like that's part of the boldness. That's part of the articles. That's part of the strategy. The bold predictions is you get a set of rankings that are aggressive, but a lot of the content, the supporting documentation, the supporting bold stances are all on the site as well on sleeperu.com so you're going to get hey on the rankings you guys see i have odell number four he could be number one that's value right there that's what sleeperu.com will bring you 
So that kind of explains, I get a lot of DMs on that. Why is Odell number four if you think he could be the number one wide receiver? You don't want to, just because I think Daryl Henderson is going to be a top five to ten running back per start, you don't take him as a top ten running back. You have to think logically with where you're drafting guys and where their value and, and upside are. So for me, I think Devontae Adams uh, and Mike Thomas are kind of interchangeable right here. But I'll go ahead and uh, uh, put Adams there at number two. Adams finishes the number one consistent wide receiver in 2019. Uh, Hopkins has been in the top two, depending on the data you look at, for two straight years. So Hopkins and, and, and Devontae Adams are literally the most consistent guys you could find. But I think Mike Thomas is right there. Mike Thomas is one of uh, the fastest players in NFL history to accumulate the yards and touchdowns and receptions that he has for his young career uh, in Dynasty. He's gold. In Dynasty, I wouldn't argue with anybody having uh, Thomas at two even. I think he's got a lot of time left. Odell, this is where you get the steal. This is where I reach a little bit if I have to to take Odell. I love Odell Beckham Jr. in 2019. I think he really could finish with 15 TDs uh, come end of year. Yeah, please give me a like on the weigh-in. If you feel the show deserves it, if I give you any value at all, please toss some value back to me. And, and if you thumb up right now, YouTube's going to say, hey, this is a popular show. Let's get anybody looking for live content to see this show. Um, Julio Jones, I worry about a little bit more than most. I'm not going to bump him out of my top 10. I'm not going to call him a bust. But I do worry about ranking Julio in this range right here where a lot of people are, are contemplating ranking Julio. For me, Julio is more of shall I say, a number seven or eight overall, which I think won't uh, settle well with a lot of people. But that's just how I feel, man. I worry every year about this guy's foot. I worry every year about him staying healthy. And now Calvin Ridley is kind of in a position to progress and mature. And I'm not saying the changing of the guard will happen during this year, but I think in the off season of 2020, heading into the 2020 fantasy football season, we will start having discussions. They will be heated. Julio Jones owners will be, and fans will be like the ones that are hanging on to Gurley right now and talking about how Gurley did this in the past, Gurley did that in the past. People will saying Julio is the best, he did this, he did that. But Calvin Ridley might enter 2020 right there with him in terms of rankings. So we'll see. Uh, Henry says Julio is his number three. And I can't argue that Julio, if he stays healthy, he could easily finish there. But for me... I feel like there are guys with a little bit more security upside and uh, than, than Julio because Julio can be TD limited. He can also drop 10 TDs. He's capable of it. It's kind of a curious case with uh, a curious case of Julio Jones, how he doesn't score more TDs because he has the physical skills and, and the ability and in everything, the situation. I don't know why Julio can't score more TDs on a consistent basis. But for me, Tyreek Hill... And Juju rank above him. Um, I'd be okay with someone ranking Juju here. I'd be okay with someone ranking Juju here. I'd be okay with someone ranking Julio in this range. For me, he falls right there. Now, Antonio Brown and Mike Evans are are tough to rank. I think Mike Evans, in my opinion, even in redraft, uh, ranks about right here. Uh, Antonio Brown, for those joining, I started off with an ADP rank list that I actually took sleeperu.com drag and drop rankings that I have at sleeperu.com uh, right here and I went ahead and ordered 
my own drag and drop rankings tool to mirror ADP. And now we're dragging them all over the place and, and reordering them. Antonio Brown for me at number nine and Evans at number eight sounds about right for me. And this is where I feel like it drops off right at nine. I'm not saying Keenan Allen doesn't have the ability to score like a low end wide receiver one. He does, but I feel like Antonio Brown is the last wide receiver. This group right here, and you can have these rankings for your draft day if you go to sleeperu.com, sleeperu.com, and you can drag and drop these and, and redline them during your draft. These guys right here, I feel like all have the potential to be a top one to five wide receiver. Some of them have more of the potential to do that than others, but I think, I think every single one on this list could be a top one to five wide receiver, even Antonio Brown, even Mike Evans, even Julio, who I say I'm a little worried about. Juju could be that good. Any one of these wide receivers could be one to five overall. So once you get past that red area of those highlighted guys and you're talking about Keenan Allen, I feel like it drops off a little bit. So for me, if I'm doing a zero running back approach or I'm stacking heavy at wide receivers or in an auction, I'm, I'm drafting two and then I'm drafting Kittle or I'm just attacking those wide receivers. If you do that with these guys down here, you're not going to pull it off. You're not going to have a very good zero running back approach if you're messing around with the guys in this red range and below. Because these aren't the guys you do a zero running back with. You do a zero running back with these guys, you're making a huge mistake and you're not you're not balancing things properly. So what you got to do here is uh, I think ensure if you're going to go zero running back, you're taking, let me go ahead, I'll keep these red. You're taking a guy like Odell and a guy like Mike Thomas because these two guys are going to be the guys that, that can finish as the number one wide receiver. Um, getting a Hilton, getting a Juju, getting a Mike Evans, getting an Antonio Brown, get two or three of those guys if you're going zero running back because I just feel a drop-off. Now, where do I where do I rank these guys in that, that drop-off range? I mean, Allen's about right at 10. Thielen, you could argue at 10, 12, anywhere around this range. Hilton, you could argue higher. I think Hilton's about right here for me. I worry about Thielen. They're, they're running more than ever in 2019 in Minnesota. I just think that, that Thielen has the potential, but you need to buy him at a, a cheaper value in case he does not bounce back to any degree that you know that we're, we're kind of pulling for. Um, you need to draft Thielen in a safe place. If you're drafting Thielen in the second round, you're making, I think, a, a mistake that could hurt the, and impact your team a ton. Thielen always drops off when you need him the most. Rank, yeah, Allen. I think it would it would be different if they weren't changing their entire offense and they actually deployed... The offense that the Minnesota Vikings are going to run in 2019, they deployed it toward the end of, the, of last year to try it out like a test run. And it worked very good, and Thielen dropped off. And we saw Dalvin Cook go crazy, and it's going to be run heavy. So T.Y. Hilton, I think, is good around here. I could see T.Y. Hilton at 10, but I think Allen's probably a touch, touch more appeal to me, but they're very close. Thielen could go anywhere between 10 and 12 for me. Cooper could go anywhere. In fact, I might put Cooper ahead of Thielen. I know some people might not like that, but I feel like Cooper is a little bit safer there. So here are your top. Let me scroll down a little. Here are your top uh, essentially 13 that we've ordered so far. So we haven't done anything. These are the ADP rankings. We haven't done anything from the red 
player down from Adam Thielen or from AJ Green down. Sorry. So we've done everything else. So as of right now, let me redline these guys because so, we haven't drafted them yet. There you go. That's what we've ranked so far. So if you're just joining us, I've reordered ADP data, which I had on the screen when we started, to these 13 wide receivers. This is my ranking for 2019 for my top 13 wide receivers. So I'll keep them red until I move them up, I guess. Next up, I would have to say, who am I going to move up? I'm going to have to say... A.J. Green feels about right there. I think he has wide receiver. He could dance as a wide receiver one once in a while, but I do fear injury with him. I do fear like he may never get back to his old self. Now, the upside and the, the potential that he could makes him a very good you know, 14 to 16, 17 overall wide receiver in 2019. Diggs feels about right there. I like that. I don't like Julian Edelman. I don't like him at all, and I shouldn't say at all, but I don't like him anywhere near his ADP, so I'm moving this guy down for now, and I might even leave him that low or move him lower, but I'm not a fan of Julian Edelman in 2019 at the cost, which is sometimes the end of the third round, which is madness to me, the top of the fourth. I'm not touching Edelman around that place. What's up, Mike? You drew the first pick in your draft. Nice. Chris Godwin, you'll see. Because I'm going through the top 36, my friend. Yeah, Hilton. I like Hilton. I just don't know that I can make him a wide receiver one. Like, if you draft Hilton in the second round, you're going to have a very thin team. Just looking back on, on your roster, you're going to be like, look, he would make it a fantastic third player, mid middle of the third round, sure. But if you're taking Hilton in the second round, you're not going to like the, the – the your team's not going to be very beefy. Uh, after Diggs – Cooks and Woods are, are pretty good there. I like Ridley more than Galladay. I like Ridley probably more than Cooks and Woods, actually. So I'm going to move Ridley up there. Godwin feels about right there, 19, which I think is very good. The Edelman hype has totally jumped the shark, says Jeremy. I agree. Henry says, I sure hope I get Evans and Brown on the turn. I hope you do, too. No, it doesn't, but you can adjust. What is it? What, what was the question? Chat, does Sleeper you uh, chat does Sleeper you allow you to adjust rankings, personalized scoring? No. Um, and it actually is an instant feature. So if you refresh the browser, it will reset. So make sure if you're <laughs> you're ordering things, don't go into your draft and refresh your browser. They're designed everything on sleeperu.com is designed to be instant. So they reset all the instant trade calculator stuff. You don't enter scoring. To be completely honest with you, Matt, um, or who is it that asked the question? Matt, um, those those sites to me they're they're not as functional because you gotta if you make a trade you gotta then drop your player and readjust your lineup and do all that. And not to mention the scoring difference really isn't. I mean, if you're gonna start a guy based on what something's trying to project, projections are so fickle, and when you're using projections to actually set your lineup and say this guy's set to score, you know, 14.3 and this guy's 13.4 and you're going off those projections. I just don't, I, I don't see how that's as useful as hearing about a player evaluation saying, Hey, Godwin's going to be great this week. 
um, versus looking at something that's going off of previous year's data, not the, the in the moment. Like what what's making up the 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 course of that current game and matchup and the the buzz and momentum that player has. Like I feel like projections are are, are so misleading in a lot of ways, and especially inside a tool. 18, wow, nuts. Man, Smitty, you got it ahead. So confused now. Love the six spot. Why do I have your head so confused? What, what players are confusing you? I love the six spot. All right, let's get back to it. So Kenny Galladay, I think, is about right there. I don't like Edelman. I don't like Cup. Either of those guys at their ADP values. I even would say I would take Landry over Cup. I might leave Edelman there. That's still about... I guess that's about right, maybe for Edelman. Uh, I like Mike Williams a touch more than Lockett and DJ Moore. I probably like DJ Moore more than Lockett, so let me move him up. Uh, Boyd, I like a lot. I'm going to move Boyd up higher than most people probably will feel comfortable with, but I really like Boyd in 2019. I think at 24, that's not bad value. Uh, Kirk, so here's the, here's the top 36. You can see Larry Fitzgerald's at, at number 36. This is ADP data. We've We've organized everything up to number 19, Chris Godwin. Oh, actually, uh, Landry Cup, about 23. So everything from, from 23 up, I've already sorted in order of how I like it. So now I'm going to kind of scroll through the uh, 20 to 36 range and tell you what I like and don't like. I can tell you right now, I'm probably moving Sterling Shepard out. I'm probably moving Will Fuller out. I'm probably moving uh, a couple guys up that aren't in this. Thanks, Jay. Jay says, awesome site. Talking about sleeper you. I just don't like Cup, man. I don't like Cup. Cup, Cup is rushing back. Cup is not, he doesn't have enough time to be 100%. There's no way. You know who a guy I like? This And, and I haven't reordered. I only took uh, care of the top 36 on my, before I launched the live. So you're going to see players right below 36 that are actually from my sleeperu.com ranking. So Robert Foster is going undrafted. But on my rankings, I had him in my top 36, so I had to bump him out when I reordered this ADP before the show. So I'm gonna I'm gonna drag him up into this top. Uh, I'd say Robert Foster for me. I'm gonna drop him right there. He's gonna be close to my top 30, if not. Once I resort some of these guys, he might be in it. I think Robert Foster has a lot of that Victor Cruz heading into 2019. Uh, Victor Cruz jumped onto the scene. He's one of my bigger like no name wide receiver calls on my bold predictions list back in the day. He's kind of a legend on sleeperu.com because he literally was like not drafted anywhere. No one was talking about him and he made my top 10 bold predictions. And I said, grab Victor Cruz. I feel the same way about Robert Foster. And a few people on the forums have been talking about him uh, even longer than I have over at sleeperu.com. Our community is awesome. Uh, But Robert Foster is a beast in waiting, I think. And I think Josh Allen only gets better. So People judging Josh Allen, saying he's not going to improve. That's not fair to a guy that is just getting going. And he used his feet a ton, but he's going to also improve his passing. Top 25, Boyd. Uh, Yeah, I got Boyd 24, man. I love Boyd this year. So I'm going to move Pettis up a little bit. I know that's a little high. I'm going to move Allen Robinson up a little bit. Lockett, I guess, is about right. Mike Williams, I like high at 25. Uh, Christian Kirk will move above Anderson. I'll move Kirk above these guys too, actually. I like Kirk a lot. Robert Foster, I'm moving above. I'm going to go bold. I'm going bold. Oh, 
this feels, yeah, 30. I'm putting Foster in my top 30. I got to have him in there. Sterling Shepard, not a fan, and he's hurt now. So I'm definitely not going to be drafting Sterling Shepard anywhere near his ADP. So I'm going to move Harry into my top 36. I'm going to move Nikhil Harry about right here. I'm going to move Cortland Sutton up into, uh, yeah, about that range maybe. Maybe I'll put Sutton right below Harry. And I think someone's going to bump. I'm going to put Fitz back in because Fitz was at number 36. I'm going to put Fitz about right. You know what? I like Fitz this year a lot, given the value. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it like that. Here's my top 36. Let's go to the top. From the top, DeAndre Hopkins at number one. Can't argue that. You can't argue Devontae Adams at number one. You can't argue Mike Thomas at number one. All three of those guys are very arguable in the top one to three, no question about it. Odell Beckham Jr. is a guy that typically ranks in the five to seven range for wide receivers, but I'm telling you I'm ranking him four with the expectation that he could truly finish as the number one wide receiver in 2019, but you have to try and get him later because you can. So that's the rule, guys. In fantasy football, maximize every single draft selection you have. You don't want to reach when you don't have to. You want to reach when you need to, and you can reach a little bit if you can't trade out of a, a pick and you, you know for a fact in your heart, at least, that a guy like Odell is going to outscore a guy like Julio um, or Antonio Brown or whoever, even if you like him way more than Juju. Reaching a little bit's okay, but just make sure you're not making a horrible decision and taking a guy like Tariq Hill, number one, for all wide receivers when you don't need to. Uh, so Beckham at four I like a lot. This is my order now. I started off with, if you're just joining us, you'll want to watch the replay and look at what we started with, which is ADP data. I had migrated in the ADP data into the sleeperu.com drag and drop ranking, and now we reordered it my way. This is my ranking for my top 36 wide receivers in 2019 fantasy football. So Tyreek Hill at number five, I like Juju at number six. Julio at seven, even though I have some concerns about the foot, but those concerns only bump him down so far to about seven. In fact, you know what? Let's do this. No one's going to like that, but you know what? That's what my gut tells me when I look at this. And for those that say that your rankings don't change by the day as a so-called expert, they're lying to you. Look at, I just changed my ranking again right now. I just did these rankings and I already wanted to make a change. That's real. That's honest. That's what goes through someone like my mind. That goes through my mind all the time. I'm constantly changing things. I might post a video one day and it's not being wishy-washy. It's taking in information. It's analyzing stuff. It's coming to realizations about this situation, injury, um, other things. So, Smitty reaching for... For who? Pat who? Pat Mahomes? In the first round in 18... Team PPR, uh, you know, I guess it just depends on the scenario, man. Smitty, my email is bad pig. Hey, buddy, what's up, Jay? I like when I see uh, some regulars at Sleeper U. Bad pig in the house. Jay, make sure you subscribe. You probably already have, but hit that thumbs up as well. All of you, please, if you could, if I brought you any value so far during the show, we have 40 to 60 people constantly in the room. I would love to have a thumbs up if you think I deserve it. Um, where were we at? Juju, number six. Evans, seven. I moved Evans to seven over Julio just now. That was live. That would, that just happened. And that probably pissed off a lot of people, which is okay. Julio at eight. Antonio Brown at nine. 
Keenan Allen at 10. T.Y. Hilton at 11. Amari Cooper at 12. Adam Thielen at 13. A.J. Green at 14. A.J. Green feels like he could go to 11 or 14. I'd be okay with A.J. Green above Cooper, Thielen, and right under Hilton, to be honest with you. I'd be okay with that. I kind of feel like there's a chance he kind of has a bounce back, but I'm also worried enough to say he really does belong in the 14 to 16 range if you can make that happen. Diggs at 15 feels decent, but I've seen him go way too high, so make sure you're taking him at a a reasonable spot. Calvin Ridley at 16 has the potential to be a top 12 to 15 overall wide receiver, maybe even top 10 to 15. I really like Calvin Ridley. I think he becomes Juju Smith-Schuster of 2020. Um, Calvin Ridley. Brandon Cooks at 17 is pretty darn good value. Robert Woods as well. Chris Godwin report came out yesterday saying that that he won't come off the field in 2019 that's fantastic news and he really could earn that top 20 overall value just make sure you're not taking him way 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 too high Kenny Galladay I think has potential to be top 15 to 20 so I like him right around that number 20 range because he still has some ceiling Edelman I don't like anywhere near his third late third round early fourth round value I think that's crazy high I would take him around 21 to 25 uh, I I could very easily see myself when push comes to shove and being on the clock drafting you know a guy like I think I'd draft Edelman and trade him if if push came to shove after Godwin after Woods after Cooks I might take him right around Gall, uh, between Galladay and Edelman right there and look to trade him because his value is super high Landry at twenty two seems like good value Cooper Cup I don't like in fact this is going to ruffle feathers as well. Once again, I'm going to move Boyd ahead of him. Boyd at 23. Boyd just climbed again. Boyd at 23. I like Boyd a lot, especially if A.J. Green can't stay healthy. Boyd's going to mature ultra fast. Uh, Cooper Cup at 24 seems... still don't like it, but it seems about right. I almost have to, by default, rank uh, rank him there because you can trade him. His trade value would be pretty decent there. I like Mike Williams almost a touch more, though. Uh, Mari Cooper, Roger says, is the most underrated wide receiver and will lead all wide receivers in TDs. Um, he's got a lot to prove still in terms of being consistent, Roger, but I'll give you that the upside's there for him. But I think you got to draft him in a safe place, which is around 10 to 12. Like, I'd be okay moving Cooper to number 10. I wouldn't have much hesitation there. It's all very close right there. Um, where are we at? Let me move all the way to 36. So that's in in view there. So Boyd moved ahead of Cup. I'm tempted to put Williams ahead of Cup, but Mike Williams at 25, DJ Moore at 26, Dante Pettis at 27, Tyler Lockett at 28, Christian Kirk at 29, Robert Foster, my undrafted, the guy that goes undrafted or at least like tail end of the draft, wide receiver three sleeper, total upside, no risk at that range. I love Robert Foster. I like Nikhil Harry in redraft because he gets drafted in double-digit rounds similar to to Foster. Sometimes he goes so late. Sometimes he goes like a 10 or 11 round range. But Nikhil Harry, I think, can mature really fast, and he is elite. I think Nikhil Harry in Dynasty could be a top four wide receiver within entering his third year. So, yeah, I know. Brady might leave. They might. Everybody has those problems. I, I'm focused on the guy, that the guy is the talent. And he's going to mature fast. And I, and I have faith that he'll have a QB that he will make good. There are wide receivers like Hopkins who didn't have Deshaun Watson all the time. Calvin Johnson back in the day 
didn't always have Matthew Stafford there. Elite wide receivers will make their QB great. So that's a little dynasty talk, but he's going to be so good, I think he'll be wide receiver three capable in 2019. Larry Fitzgerald's very under, undervalued in 2019. I think he can get you 800 to 1,000 yards. I mean, he really could have a, you know, barely get 1,000 yards and get six, seven scores. So that's very, very good value. Yeah. Does John Brown affect Smitty's love for Bob Foster at all? I mean, anything can happen, but but uh, I, I think Foster has the talent, man. And he's ultra-efficient. If you look at efficiency stats, he's like right up there with some big names. You're like, oh, dude, look at Robert Foster right there. Larry, do you have that information off the top of your head or know where that is? Find it, the efficiency data for Robert Foster. He was up there in efficiency with some of the big names, like in the top 10, I think. Somewhere around there. Roger would rather have Cooper over Evans. I'd rather have Evans in a heartbeat over Cooper, but I'm not saying that Cooper can't surprise. Cortland Sutton at 33, good value there. Alshon Jeffrey and Allen Robinson are both like, I don't know. I, they're either going to flop or one of them could do okay. What's up, Christian? Love your stuff. Are you doing an updated video on running backs too? I will, my friend. Don't you worry. That will probably be next or at least a couple of videos away. And then Robbie Anderson at number 36 kind of locks around, locks out my uh, top 36 or locks down my top 36 now again if i did this in five minutes i might have one or two different variations of this honestly that's the way it goes anybody tells you different they're lying to you because it's that close there are so many names there that are that close i almost moved pettis up another spot i almost moved uh fitzgerald up a spot or two looking at this i so badly don't i want to move edelman down more but i can't because i feel like his trade value would be fantastic there um, D Jackson balls life could be good. He's fast, man. He's still fast. So that, there you have it. Let's go back up to the top. My top 36 fantasy football wide receivers for 2019. Let's leave that puppy on the screen. I'll do a few questions. What do you guys got for me? If I missed your question, please ask it again. Robbie Anderson came on strong. Yes, he did. If I missed your question, please re-ask it. I, I, there's a lot of stuff above. How would you tier David Montgomery? David Montgomery's in my top 10 running backs for 2019. Not just Dynasty, I'm talking to redraft. He's right around 10 and could climb. Smitty, who do... Let me drag these on the screen here. Who you love at 5 PPR 10 man? So a lot of people might say go running back in a in a ten team. I think you can make an argument that a ten team makes going running back more attractive in the first round or going wide receiver. It depends on flow. You love Anthony Miller. He's good. He's good. So I have, um, I have to say I love Hopkins regardless of whether it's a ten team or a. 12 team or whatever, I think I would definitely go for Hopkins at number five. That would be me. And then, you know, if you got the seven or eight, that's when I grab Odell in a little bit of a reach. But I think you could go, you can, a 10 teamer, you're probably looking at Hopkins. And then you could probably go, 
I mean, you could even get DJ in some scenarios. I've seen him fall, but more, more than likely DJ is going to go in the top 7 to 12. But I've seen him fall. Dalvin Cook will probably be there for you in the second round. So you're probably looking at Hopkins and Dalvin Cook, which I like a lot. Then you can get George Kittle in the third round, or you can get, uh, you know, sometimes Damian Williams and a 10-teamer could fall to the third round. So you're looking really good. I love that five pick. It's fantastic. Probably my favorite. My favorite draft slot is number six, though, in a 12-team. I've come to conclude. Watch out for Calvin Ridley. He'll be better than last year, absolutely. Um, Roger, if you missed it earlier, uh, I rank him number 16 here, and he has the potential to be top 10 to, to 12, honestly. And, and a changing of the guard will eventually happen. Mikado. I think I called you Mercado before, sorry. Mikado, 16. Foster is nice because he almost... He's almost free. Yeah. Cool. Gives me that old school TJ Hushmanzada. For those that don't know who Hushmanzada is. He, uh, did he play, anybody play Sega NFL? I don't know if it was Madden on Sega or what it was, but uh, was it, who was that Bengals wide receiver? Mickens. Terry Mickens, who would slide like 15 yards. He was the only player. It was like a glitch in the system where Mickens would slide 15 yards. So anytime he dove, he would slide 15 yards. And he could slide under people. Does anybody remember that on Sega? (laughs) Foster, 20 yards per catch. There it is, Larry. Thank you. I knew Larry would get my back there. What was that, Larry? What did that rank um, in terms of other... Do you have a list of what number that was in the NFL over a certain amount of... You know, if players had over 50 catches or 40 catches... He finished number what in yards per catch. But Foster, I think it's like three to five, something like that, Larry. So Robert Foster, there's some staggering stats that, that make me think that this guy is not is being completely undervalued. And especially at undrafted value, you're talking about a player that could potentially be a wide receiver too, at least a low end, and you're getting him undrafted. In a worst-case scenario, I think Robert Foster, given his 20 yards per catch, average that Larry did go find for me because I'm on a show and he has my back uh, 20 yards per catch efficiencies through the roof and as Allen gets better he's going to lean on a guy that, that he was pretty you know comfortable with question Smitty I got Aaron Jones in the 13th round holdover I've done mock drafts where I've gotten Mike Thomas and Mike Evans I go best player available, yeah. No matter what. Especially if you've already got a running back. So you have Aaron Jones. It makes sense to just go best player available. Even if you end up, if you can start three wide receivers, if you end up with Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Mike Thomas with Aaron Jones, you're looking amazing. I also look at uh, uh, Kittle. Make sure you don't overlook Kittle. I think Kittle's fantastic value in that third round. So, Larry's saying number two. So, Robert Foster was number two, Larry, out of all wide receivers in terms of efficiency or yards per catch 20. That's crazy. That's a crazy stat, guys. You should you should be looking at that and saying to yourself, A, like we look at Lockett's efficiency numbers. Tyler Lockett has a alarming efficiency that either makes you say, if Lockett were to get elite, Targets Lockett would be amazing because efficiency-wise, he's through the roof. Or you say to yourself, well, he hasn't done it because 
he's not he's never going to do it he's had enough time to do it and just because he was efficient that should be a red flag that he's not going to always get that uh that kind of efficiency out of the limited targets that Lockett gets but Foster's young enough where I look at Foster and I say to myself Robert Foster could if you give him more production and the more production could be there, it could be in the cards form. Unlike, I don't think, I think Lockett stays in that, like he's very, he's used sporadically and he does great. And you can't count on that. Whereas Foster, I think he will get an uptick in targets and usage. And that I think will translate a guy catching 20 yards per catch in a situation that wasn't very good last year. And Josh Allen's going to get better as a passer, it, it screams value, especially when you don't have to draft Foster until the end of your draft. So thank you, Larry, for finding that. Number two, according to Larry, in yards per catch 20, which is freaking fantastic. Lockett targets caught 81%. Yeah, it's just a high efficiency that I won't count on myself. Just won't. And I don't think his situation is because Baldwin retired. They got DK Metcalf now. Like, I don't think Lockett's situation is going to change that much. So I'm not going to count on that efficiency. <clears throat> Mocking from the ninth, 12th team, what do you think so far? Adams, Kelsey, Cooper, Montgomery, Coleman, Mil- Miller. I like it a lot. Um, good job, Angus. I don't like Kelsey in the second round when you can get Kittle in the third. But you got Montgomery, a guy I probably would have took in the third. <laughs> you know, you stole him away. So you've you you made up for that tremendously. So to have Montgomery in what essentially is what a zero running back approach approach from at least, you know, Montgomery and Coleman are fantastic running backs to have when you have Adams, Cooper, and Kelsey, and you're going zero running back. But I do wonder what your team would look like if you went with like a cook or Mike Evans, and then took Kittle, if Kittle was available during your Cooper pick. You could argue Kelsey and Cooper are better than Cook and Kittle, but I think Cook and Kittle, in my opinion, is better. I think that will finish as a stronger duo if you compare the two. Uh, Foster over... Foster over Gurley? No, Nolan. You can trade Gurley for way more, if that's what you're asking. What's your projection for Nikhil Harry? Um, I think he gets more yards than that, man. I think you're looking at eight or nine hundred yards and seven to eight TDs. I don't. I, don't, I would. Not, I would expect way more than six hundred yards. No question about it. Give him at least eight, eight fifty minimum. I think they're going to use him a ton. He's going to be all over the field. Mercado says Foster led all rookies in yards per route ran. With 2.06 last six that he did. Okay, yeah, but but even if you compare him to everybody, you know, that 20 yards per carry in the league is like second or third or whatever Larry said, second. Jay, that's a good idea. A video with guys you love and must grab. Okay, I'll put that on my list. If Haskins starts, I'm keeping my eye on Terry. Washington's other receivers, yeah. Let's drag this question on screen by Alan. Alan, welcome to the show. You may have been on before, but if I haven't uh, noticed, sorry. Uh, but glad to have you, Alan. Regardless, at the value Foster's ADP-wise is, especially in deeper leagues, to have him at wide receiver 3, 4, 5 is an awesome plug and flex 
buys, injuries, etc. If he doesn't pan out, you're not out. You don't lose anything. That is exactly right, Alan. You are correct, my friend. What to do with Miko Hardman in redraft? I think he still has some appeal, uh, but yeah, he's not going to progress as fastly as fast as he could have if he got inserted into that wide receiver one role. You know, that was part of the thing is like if he gets in there, he's going to mature fast. But I think Hardman could have a future in Kansas City, and I really like him. And I think that by the end of the year, he could be wide receiver three capable. I mean, think about it. They have Kelsey. They have Damian Williams pulling in targets, and then they have Tyreek Hill. Sammy Watkins gets hurt a lot. I, I see no reason why Hardman can't be the wide receiver two there, and in that offense, that could spell a lot of points. So in Dynasty, I like him a lot still, and you can buy him low because people are down on the fact that Hill came back, and they're definitely going to trade trade him away. Gordon, Williams, Chubb were still there on the board, but Cook was gone. You could have gone Kittle over Cooper, though. Okay, so Cook was on Chubb. Gordon would have been... That's a tough one because Gordon News came out today that uh, it doesn't look very good. But that would have been interesting if you went Gordon Kittle. But you can't complain with Kelsey Cooper. A lot of people are going to like that. So don't think uh, you did anything wrong there. It's just, uh, it's just, I think Kittle makes for a much stronger team than drafting Kelsey early because Kittle, in my opinion, and I, I could be wrong, and I know I'm kind of in the minority, but in my opinion, Kittle's going to hang with uh, Kelsey all year. Matt just brought the draft kit, and it's not even a kit. It's uh, an entire website, Matt, that's loaded with content. It's not, a Draft kit would be a, and I'm d- damn glad to have you on board. A draft kit wouldn't be the best way to describe it because I feel like draft kits like get outdated. This is a, a functional website with tools, rankings, uh, bold predictions, constant stuff. Uh, Matt, email me and tell me what you think of it. I'm very curious if you like what you see. And drop a comment in here if, if you've already taken a look and you like it. Um, the rankings are freaking fantastic and always uh, updated. I got to do it updating and cleaning tonight because guys fall through the mix and cracks and people you know don't get moved up. Sometimes when the news hits, when you're doing a year-round set of rankings, because there's just that little bit of news that uh, comes out and you don't make a micro movement. And before you know it, I, I do like literally a spring cleaning on the rankings like every couple weeks because it's so easy when you do constant year-round rankings um, to need to be on them even more because they don't have a date like where you could say, well, the reason that guy's down low is because it's a published article. Hardman listed wide receiver three. What's up, Richie Rich? Matt said the scooter stream got me. I knew that scooter stream was a good idea. Uh, I didn't know how that was going to be taken to, but you never know. I will do that again soon, maybe even tomorrow night. We'll see. Uh, okay, so any other questions you guys got? Let's go over some news. What do you say? Unplug the fleet. The camera doesn't freeze. Uh, let me... Let's do some news. News time.
Okay. Let's check the news, folks. It's news time. I need a news intro, like where some dude's dancing. You know, news time. Motorized scooter. I'm going to do that hopefully tomorrow night. All right, let's scroll through the news, shall we? I'm going to sit back, relax, and this is like reading the paper. All right, let's comment to it. Let's comment on the stuff we think is dumb, the stuff we think is legit, and let's get to it. News time. Ballage. That's a, a good topic, right? ESPN is talking about how he's the he's a real chance to win the starting running back job. Um, I like Ballage, man. And this is why I was so fearful of taking Kenyon Drake with some good draft capital because what is what does Miami do? They constantly jack you over when it comes to running backs and the value. Doesn't matter who's coaching the black hole for running backs. And I think that if you can get Ballage late, then Ballage is a decent guy to grab. But I don't touch um, Kenyon Drake, and this is why. What do you guys think of that? What are your thoughts on Kenyon Drake and Ballage? Antonio Brown news. Uh, is hearing the injury, which the Raiders have not disclosed, is very minor. So there was a, an undisclosed injury. You think uh, Terry thinks that uh, Drake's going to win the the starting job? He could. So Antonio Brown, the injury appears to be minor. Don't worry too much about that. Let me close this. I have like iTunes trying to open, and it's slowing my stream down. I think. Uh, don't worry about Antonio Brown's injury. He's just kind of banged up. He's been working hard. I think Antonio Brown's going to have an amazing year compared to his ADP value because he still has top, I think, five wide receiver appeal. But you get you getting the guy at 18 to 22 overall. It's a fantastic value grab. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley will practice on Saturday. Cooper Cup ACL will also be on hand for the start of training camp Saturday. <clears throat> Let's see here. Both will have their workloads carefully managed. A large portion of the fantasy community has faded Gurley in the wake of ongoing knee issues, conveniently forgetting that 24-year-old uh, all-pro status amassed 21 touchdowns. The risk is there, but if Gurley plays at the level he did at 2018, this is what I love, uh, he could end up being a massive bargain. That's like such a... a Captain Obvious statement that the risk is there, but if he plays healthy, <laughs> that's the argument. That's why everybody's saying Gurley's not going to do well. At least everybody's starting to. And I've been saying it since January. That's the prediction, that he's not going to be healthy. Of course, if he were healthy. That's like saying, if Emmett Smith came back and was his old self, Emmett Smith would dominate the NFL in 2019. Daryl Henderson for president in 2019. You heard it here first and over and over again. <laughs> Amari Cooper. They think they'll get a deal done with the contract year for Amari Cooper. Uh, don't worry about any of that. Cooper's got a lot to prove. He's not going to get cute with his contract. Shepard, a guy I am not high on. I think people are too high on Sterling Shepard. Now he has a thumb injury. Uh, now you're going to see a bunch of people fade him. 
and back out of the the old uh, I'm on board for Sterling Shepard. Uh, there's a lot of people, a couple analysts that were super high on him, and <laughs> I was laughing the whole time. Like Sterling Shepard is not going to be good, uh, not at the ADP price tag that he's currently holding. Um, Eli Manning, enough said. <laughs> Tyreek Hill was present for the start of Chiefs training camp. Tyree Hill could have a top five wide receiver season in the cards. Um, congrats to any of you that took Tyree Hill early and predicted that he would get zero games. Um, I took him in an expert draft where I took him in round eight when he was supposedly never going to play another snap in the NFL again. Here's a guy that I, I have doubts about. Um... Raiders coach John Gruden said, first-round running back Jacobs must earn his role. And I think he will earn his role, but I think people are a little bit too bullish on him given that he's never proven that he can handle the workload of even a college running back. His biggest season ever, 650 yards. Or 640, 641, something like that. Anybody got any questions? Toss them out. React to the news. Oh, I, I guess I didn't scroll down. Uh, Eli sucks. Come on down, Daniel Jones. Nobody liked him. Terrible. Shepard. Hate Shepard. Girly practice Saturday. AB helium and lungs arriving to camp. Hot air balloon avoiding Drake. Okay, just reading some of the most recent comments. Hit that thumbs up if you're in the room and you like what you hear. Jared Goff conf confirms uh, there's an extension. Okay, yeah, that's not news. Here we go. This news on Scant uh, Valdez Scantling, pretty clearly ahead of St. Brown. Well, sound the alarm. Valdez Scantling Jr. is ahead of St. Brown. If that isn't news, I don't know what is. It's it's really about Geronimo Allison's what we're needing to worry about. So they're competing with. Uh, Geronimo Allison's been opening up as the slot wide receiver and I think that that could be a very productive position for a Green Bay wide receiver. I think that if you want to go extremely cheap at your wide receiver three, and I'm talking like end of your draft, you want to you want to be starting, you're going to load up on running backs, you're going to load up on your top two wide receivers and your running backs, your QB and then your tight end, whatever and then come in and literally go dirt cheap on your wide receivers you get mark you get valdez scantling and allison together because no one knows the answer to this people saying oh it's it's allison oh it's scantling uh, valdez scantling no one knows no one knows not to mention both of them could be playing we got to see who has the more the better rapport with with rogers if if allison's in the slot and scantling is going to play on a lot of you know three wide receiver sets you know, as the number two wide receiver, <laughs> we don't know. No one knows. But if you cuff the two together, you have a damn good chance of having a wide receiver that has a thousand yards and five to seven TDs. So it's one of the only handcuff moves left and one of the only ones that you can really find in fantasy football. So that's my advice is to cuff them. Garoppolo fully cleared to start 49ers training camp on Friday. Um, says here he could be a bargain at his current 12th round ADP. I agree with that. 
it looks like McKinnon had a flare-up. So he landed on the PUP list. That's great news for Tevin Coleman, guys. Tevin Coleman continues to climb up my board. And he's, a, what, a six-rounder? Sometimes late fifth? That's pretty darn good value for a running back in that 49ers offense. I, I like Tevin Coleman a lot. I think his, his ADP could shoot up a ton after this news kind of settles in with people that, that McKinnon's hurt. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin to work out. The Giants The Giants are going to work. Here, here's <laughs> breaking news. The Giants pass on Nikhil Harry. More breaking news. The Giants pass on A.J. Brown. More breaking news. The Giants can, wait, the Giants have more picks. They have two more picks. The Giants pass on Nikhil Harry and A.J. Brown again. Breaking news. The Giants pass on Nikhil Harry and A.J. Brown again. And could have secured a replacement for Odell Beckham Jr. Could have also got Haskins. But they're bringing in Calvin Benjamin for a workout. Because you know that's going to turn this franchise around. Elliot, this is the big news that everybody keeps talking about. Let's talk about it. Elliot did not attend his physical or the team's conditioning run Friday at Cowboys training camp. This confirms that Elliot is indeed holding out. Zeke wants a new deal, but so far Dallas hasn't hasn't uh, budged. This is about this is all about the leverage he has. Blah blah blah. The Cowboys can can find Elliot for each day he's absent. Darius Jackson and Pollard are next up. I think Pollard would be the guy to own. Um, on the Cowboys running back depth chart. But will Pollard be any good? Uh, I think he'd be okay. But I don't think you're going to get... It's not one of those cuffing situations like Henderson and Gurley, or shall I say, yeah, Henderson and Gurley, um, or Damian Williams and, let's say, Darwin Thompson later, or Hyde at first. Uh, Jalen Samuels with Connor. Even Madison maybe with Cook. I don't know that Pollard's there yet. We'll have to do some... I'll do some more research and film on on, uh, Pollard and tell you guys what I think if he were to get in there and if he's a viable cuff. The Rams ink McVay to a two-year extension through 2023, which means we'll be in the dark for another uh, four years based on that. Lamar Jackson packs on... 7 to 10 pounds of muscle. I, I, I honestly am not a fan of Lamar Jackson. I don't know that he's going to be as good as people think for the future. I just don't. Corey Coleman, not that this is big news, but he tore his ACL and will miss the 2019 season. Probably why they're looking at Benjamin. This is more Ballage news. He's running with the starters. He's a good cheap back to draft and throw on your roster because I don't like Drake. Hopkins taking off the PUP. Chris Carson says he's 100%. I'm sure <laughs> sure he says that. He's 100% sure that he's probably not 100%. That's what he is. I don't trust Carson. I don't I don't trust him at all in 2019. I don't think you should either. Uh May ascribe you're glad I'm on live earlier tonight. I try and do different hours, so just so you know, I don't, I don't uh, always go live at night, but I do do a lot of lives at night. But I try and mix it up. Uh, a lot of people are working too, so the lives are actually more engaging at nighttime. To be honest with you, 
Melvin Gordon's holdout to be prolonged. According to Adam Scheffner, uh, there is a mounting pessimism. Holdout Melvin Gordon will be reporting to the Chargers. He won't be reporting to the Chargers training camp anytime soon. Um, Justin Jackson is also in the mix with Austin Eckler for the carries if Gordon holds out. I don't know what you guys think. Are you thinking Austin Eckler? Are you thinking Justin Jackson? Or are you thinking just a flat-out running back by committee? Cloudy mess, bunch of mess that you don't want to deal with. Uh, let me know what you think on that. I would definitely be curious to see what you guys think. Shepard, not a fan. Next, Duke Johnson will have a role. Calvin Ridley expected to be okay. He had a little hamstring injury. Don't worry about that for now. And that's about it. We, I, I think all the rest of the news I talked about uh, the day before, so we're caught up on news, people. That is the news for the day. And that about does puts a wrap on the show. I appreciate everybody watching. Um, if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. If you haven't already hit the thumbs up, please hit the thumbs up. And if you want Sleeper U, Sleeper U, I'm going to do a 10-minute promo code that will be available for 10 minutes. And that promo code is now N-O-W. If you enter now, limited usage, you get $5 off. So your $29 membership will be uh, $24 and oh, 20, $29.99 will be $24.99. So send that to me now or, or enter that code now and get your membership. It'll be very limited time. If you just bought, I know we had a couple purchases during this video um, to make it up to you because you spent that extra $5. Uh, email me or I'll email you since I saw you just uh, subscribed and I'll do a phone call with you to uh, give back and show my thanks for you ordering you know really at the beginning of this live show so enter promo code now for a limited time small amount of usage enter promo code now and get five dollars off that makes the twenty nine dollars and ninety nine cent product go down to twenty four ninety nine limited time that gets you the trade calculator, the one-on-one advice, the rankings, the drag and drop, the trade calculators, the dynasty and redraft, mock draft tool. You can enter your keepers into that. Bold predictions are the thing that everybody's looking for when they come to Sleeper U. I always look at the wrong. SleeperU.com. Matt says the membership is worth it, guys. SleeperU.com. boy, Matt. I got Nikhil Harry at one, Nikhil Harry and Kyler at 1.5 and 1.07. Great job. Where did Henderson go? I'm curious. Well, I'm still here. May I scribe? I haven't left yet. Sleeper you, but I'm already Dropped out of two universities in my life. Third time is the charm. Sleeper you, but I've already have dropped out of two universities. You're not dropping out of Sleeper you, man. Great show again, Smitty. Thanks. You bet, Terry. Love them bull predictions, says Jeremy. a boy. You guys, I'm doing another live show 
I think August 23rd, maybe earlier, but I think August 23rd, I'll be doing a live 24-hour stream. Are you guys going to hang with me for that? Who's in for my 24-hour stream? I, obviously, you're not going to hang the whole time, but I'll be around for 24 straight hours. I think you could stop by. It's the least you could do is hang out with me for a little bit. Uh, but some people hang out like literally 20 out of the 24 hours. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but it's going to be fun. But who's in for that? Who's going to hang out during my 24-hour straight live stream? I... I I'm partially excited about it and partially dreading putting my body through that again and my mind more than anything. It's more of a mental thing to talk for 24 straight hours to somebody. I mean, imagine going on stage for like, yeah, it's Roto Grant. It is Roto. We're going through news. Let me see if there's anything else I can pull up real quick while you guys are there. Let me go through the sleeper you site. Let's do that. I'm going through sleeperu.com right now and showing you guys what it's all about. You guys ready? Alright, let's put it up. Hold on. Tight. There we go. Okay, sleeperu.com. Let's go through it. For those of you that don't know, let's learn about it. Ooh, Ask Smitty. That's included. You just click that bad boy right on the home screen, and you get to ask me your question. And I answer within sometimes hours, sometimes. Um, you definitely leave room for 24 hours, but uh, then let's go over. So this is the, the home page sleeperu.com, bold predictions. Um, I don't know that I want to go too far down and give away too much. But, oh, look at these. Nikhil Harry will be what? Oh, don't look at that. Don't look at that. Don't. Oh, don't look at that. Those are the bold predictions. I'm not going near that. The rankings... Got redraft, dynasty, rookie, and for those of you that have never seen these before, the super rookie rankings are freaking fantastic. The super rookie rankings are essentially um, where I take the current rookie class and rank them only with the previous year's rookie class. So once this rookie class graduates and becomes sophomores, then we rank them with the incoming 2020 rookie class. So you only have a rolling set of two years. So these rookie rankings, um, I need to do an update so I don't know what they're going to look like right now. So bear with me one second. Um, so here, for example, this, these are the super rookies. We have Mayfield, Murray, Allen. Uh, I almost feel like Murray could go up in that tier up above. These are the last time I did this was June, July 1st, so i got to do an update. Um, let's go at the running backs. So you got Barkley. Uh, Montgomery needs to move up. Montgomery and Henderson in that next tier with Chubb, with Singletary, with Josh Jacobs, with uh, Phil Lindsay, and then the below tier. Um, since I've done this, I mean, even on Johnson needs to move up a little bit. Um, Justice Hill, I'd bump up a little bit for sure. And I know people aren't going to like the Josh Jacobs ranking. The fact that I have Devin Singletary in a dynasty format, dynasty state of mind ahead of him, people are going to be upset about that. But that's bold. That's ahead of the curve. 
and there's a rhyme and a reason to it. But those are the super rookie rankings. Those are fantastic rankings that everybody always loves when they come out in the updates. So you got the bull predictions, you got the rankings, and again, with the rankings, we're looking at uh, Mercado, $10 super chat, add a boy. Thank you, sir. Let me throw that on the screen here, see if you have a question. Whenever you super chat, you get you get my attention immediately. Oh my, Outer Banks. Thanks for sprucing up the morning car ride. You're going to be there for the 24-hour stream. boy. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah, the super rookie are great. Marlon Mack or Carrion? That's a tough one, man. I think Marlon Mack for now, maybe Carrion for the future, but Carrion has the potential for sure. Rookie rankings, weekly lineup rankings, those are basically, you know, who do I rank for this week? You know, so if you're heading into week one, I'll have my week one lineup rankings with the matchups. So that's the ranking section. Fully loaded, man. Articles, articles are through the roof. Um, they're just starting to get going in terms of like, I'm producing tons of content from this point moving forward in terms of ranking. So deep sleepers, let's click on that and take a look at the kickers. And, and so deep sleepers, we got Daryl Henderson as an obvious one, Jalen Samuels, Devin Singletary. I'm not going to show you guys any more of that and give that goodness out for free. Where, uh, where this is by actually, uh, Larry, who's in here, wrote this one. Um, uh, top 10 running backs live on ADP rankings on average. Um, mock draft, bull predictions, sleepers, all kinds of stuff. Let's go do a trade calculation. Trade calculator time. Here's the trade calculator. You have dynasty. You have rookie. You have redraft. So we go ahead and we say, should I trade Mike Thomas? Oops. Should I trade Mike Thomas for... Derrick Henry, and it will tell you this trade is in your disadvantage by $20 out of 200 auction dollars. As you can see down here, um, it says based on a $200 auction budget. The reason this dynasty and redraft and rookie trade calculator system works better than any others is it can handle multiple trades. So you hit add row, you hit add row, you, you can hit add row and add as many players as you want. Um, and so essentially what it does is because you're working with auction dollars, you can't trick the trade calculator. The trade calculator cannot be tricked. So you add Derrick Henry and you say, what about, um, let's add in George Kittle. And then let's throw in Miles Sanders. And hit calculate. Now, because I didn't select any players on row three, it's going to disregard it as $0 and ignore that drop down. If I add it in, let's just add in like a dollar player. Let's add in just a Darwin Thompson or something. And you calculate it. Now, Darwin Thompson's a dollar. So as you can see, on the left side, you have selected player. That's empty and you're not putting a player in, so it's gonna count it as $0. Darwin Thompson's $1 it just made this trade go from even to $1 uh, in your advantage if you make this trade. So it's saying to trade Thomas and Sanders for Henry and Kittle and Darwin Thompson, it's essentially saying it's an even trade. 
uh, value auction dollar wise. Um, so that's that. Mock drafts are are awesome. People love the mock draft tool. A because you can enter in keepers. You select what round you want. You want round twelve. You want the six pick. You're doing a snake draft. You can do dynasty. You can enter keepers if you want. You can say no keepers. I'm doing a fresh start dynasty or I'm doing a redraft. You can even do rookie only. I'm going to go ahead and do redraft. I'm going to hit start. Boom. We're already on the clock here. You're on the clock every time you click the button. So it's instant. Everything on sleeperu.com is instant. So we're on the clock here. We select Mike Thomas. Boom. We're on the clock again. Here's the, the draft log. Uh, if you rotate the phone, that's where you'll see your team right here. So then if we were on the clock and we take, let's see who's available. Let's say we go with Damian Williams. You'll see Damian Williams populate on the side here. And then your draft log is right here. You're always on the clock. You can literally just run through an entire draft in a matter. Of, you can do one entire draft, a mock draft simulation without waiting for uh, the thing to, you know, tick down and watch the players get picked. It's instant. You can do a mock draft in a matter of seconds. draft board this thing is awesome so here's the draft board we're going to go with a 12 teamer redraft now you can on a desktop you won't have to do any scrolling but it is mobile friendly when you're doing a draft you literally can use this and reorder these players to so watch i'll highlight mccaffrey and i'll move mccaffrey down i'll move McCaffrey to two you can move the players around with the arrows. You can then unselect the player. So if you thought the player was drafted and then wasn't drafted, you can unselect it. You don't have to use this stuff to mirror the picks that are going on in your draft. It works better as a cheat sheet or a ranking, so to speak. So you draft with this. Instead of drafting with rankings, you draft with this. Um, so if Alvin Kamara goes, McCaffrey goes, Elliot goes, you just check off the players as they get drafted. Let's say... The next pick was Adams. Then let's say it went Bell, Odell. You see the players that aren't taken and they're left, uh, they're not read it out yet. So what it does is it ends up once you go through and you're sitting there and you're entering in all your, your picks or whatever and you get into the third round and let's say you're on the clock like right here and you're looking at these players and somehow he's still available. It's the most glaring thing right in front of your face telling you, hey, Damian Williams, according to sleeperu.com, let's say these guys are taken, sorry. Damian Williams is a glaring best player available because you're seeing that entire line read it out and you see Damian Williams available. So this draft board is freaking fantastic. I think I've drafted some of the best drafts I've ever drafted using the draft board. Um, that's that. The forums, you want a good forum to go to, sleeperu.com is the place to go. Let's answer a question. Um, Ballage. Boys in uh, boys ball. Could this be of be important? Kalen. So he just basically posted that that article we wrote. So let's type in here. Let's see the responses. Drake has done nothing but produce. Drake never will be the bell cow in college. He wasn't. And there's Larry. Larry's in the in the house here in the in the the chat right now. Larry, this is your comment. Well, crap. So much for a late round gem. And then he posts this little meme. I'm just going to post that. 
Anyways, the forums are awesome. I highly recommend our forum if you want to chat. And let's keep going through. Bold strategies. This is a new feature that I launched. And it basically tells you some of the strategies that I think you can win with. So going wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, plus Pat Mahomes. Or wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. And then taking uh, like a Baker. So I talk about the bold draft strategies. Here are all the recent articles that I've uh, written. And so that goes there. It's only 29 bucks for the year. You enter promo code now at checkout right now and you'll get $5 off. And I mean, the testimonials are all over the place. If you're new to my content, you're like, why choose Smitty? Why go to sleeperu.com? Well, Camara, uh, Hopkins, like there's, there's last year's bold predictions were um, let me pull them up. So Pat Mahomes, James Conner were number one and number two on the bold predictions last year. Leonard Fournette was a bust, number seven, I think. Uh, and then the list goes on and all the way back to, you know, Antonio Brown, 2011. Um, 2004s when I started. But here are some bold predictions for 2018. So Pat Mahomes in zero to two years. Talk about being a top one to five. Sean Watson, I thought would be that was that was I'll show you some of the ones I missed on too. Um so this is 2018. This is legit. This is my my 2018 bold predictions that were locked and loaded. The ones I missed on, the ones I nailed. The Sean Watson will be worth a top ten pick in hindsight in 2018. Coming off of his uh, ACL injury, he did have some bumps in the road. Connor and Samuels together would be league winning secret weapon. Cohen would be a top 10 running back. Josh Allen would be a top four uh, to 10 QB heading into 2019. Look at him. He's in the top, you know, 10. Uh, Will Fuller disappointed me. Leonard Fournette will be, will be a bust at his top five to seven value. Galladay will be elite. Uh, this one right here, Mari Cooper has top five to eight wide receiver numbers in 2018. Completely crapped the bet on me until the trade. Um, but the talent was there. I've always liked Cooper, so this one made me proud when he finally got into a spot to do well. Jones and Freeman disappointed. Kelsey would post uh, 100 receptions, 1,200 yards, and 10 to 13 TDs. He absolutely dominated. Um, so those are just a few of them, but, I mean, going back to Aaron Foster, 2010, uh, like I said, Michael Turner, 2008, you're going to get awesome stuff there on the bold predictions. So bold predictions are 12 to 14, really, really bold stuff. Um, you take David Montgomery at $24 right now at, at a 200 I assume you're you're getting him at a 200 uh, seems a little costly but maybe in one league I'd try that so that is sleeperu.com my friends you could look at running backs real quick do a little teaser for the next show All right, so Kamara, Elliott, Barkley, McCaffrey, David Johnson, Bell, Dalvin Cook, Melvin Gordon, Nick Chubb, Damian Williams, Montgomery. Montgomery's like right here for me right now, man. I love Montgomery in the 9 to, to 11 range. Um, him and Damian are, are pretty close for me, but I think because you can draft Montgomery later, I rank him 
sometimes around here on the rankings because I don't want people to reach any higher than they have to for him. Uh, Aaron Jones, I think. Mixon I have really low to people, but I'm not a fan. Derrick Henry. Uh, James Conner is really low for people. Todd Gurley's 17. That's just a little teaser. Um, oh, did I get another super chat? My bad. I didn't acknowledge it. Didn't see it. Alan, I'm sorry. I didn't see it, buddy. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And here's your question. So, because you're a super chatter, you get the attention, my friend. Smitty, in a four-keeper auction league, $200. Um, 12 team, $200, 12.5 PPR. Got Camara $24, Juju at 20 and White at 13 Not a huge fan of White in general, but that's not horrible value. But you can pay $83 to keep Elliott. Not many running backs available. And uh, it goes Love, Bell, Lamar Miller. So you will have... Camara and Elliot and still have Juju and White. Yeah, man. I do that. Alan, the reason I do that is because you can survive with sleepers. I can help you. And sleeper, you can help you land those running backs like the Jalen Samuels and the Benny Snell combination. Landing the Damian Harris to go with your White. So if you get Damian Harris, Alan you're going to have that lockdown, in my opinion. I think Sonny Michelle is going to not stay healthy, but that's that's my prediction there. He responds to questions directly within 24 hours. Yes, I do, Mercado. I think I'm a little bit pushing that envelope on a... I had so many emails yesterday, so if your email's pending, please forgive me and give me a second today to get to you. My bad. Uh, but I, I usually try and respond within hours. But definitely don't email me at midnight about a start bench question expecting me to get it because sometimes I get bombarded in the morning and I don't get to it before kickoff so definitely be sure to leave me time alright guys I appreciate you please subscribe to the show the fantasy football show Alan if you have any more questions email me go to the site sleeperu.com but if you guys haven't subscribed sleeperu.com will help you win your leagues in 2019 I appreciate everybody being here let me unplug this to full screen here look for a scooter live scooter special might be my next stream you guys interested in that i'll go riding around on a scooter thank you alan all right guys i appreciate you subscribe follow and uh definitely follow me on instagram as well same username thank you guys appreciate you uh alan's got a question calvin ridley wide receiver two uh, I think you want to buy him as a wide receiver, high-end wide receiver three or very late wide receiver two if you're going like really in the fifth, late fifth, then I, I kind of like that. But um, Any other questions here? I'm just looking. Alan's been listening. Da uh, Damian Harris will have a role. Yes, he will. I like Damon Harris. On Instagram, I did a little short NFL film that I've been doing. These little series that are really good. They're kind of like an NFL film where, you know, you got player footage and voiceover talking about, you know, that how good he's going to do. Look at that Damien Harris video on Instagram. Smitty Clan versus Foot Clan. 
Yes, sir, Smitty Clan. We can name it. If you guys want to, maybe we'll do a show one time where we vote on our name. What we're going to name our, our clan. We've gone all over the place. Smittyville, um, the show. Doesn't have to be my name, but Smittyville, the show, those have been like the most popular ones so far. All right, guys, take it easy. I appreciate every single one of you. You guys. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show.